Welcome to the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Josh. And on this week's episode, we are discussing Season 2, Episode 17, Endgame. The image you put up says everything you need to know about this episode. I'm assuming you're talking about the cool one of the the sale of the yes. nuclear submarine and not yes. the, the one I just put up, which was the really shitty soft-jawed captain. I didn't see that one. I just, <laughs> soft-jawed captain. I didn't see that one. I, I just, the one where you have the sail with the little diving plane across oh. it there. It's so cool. So fucking cool. That image is an instant, kind of for me, it's like instantly saying this episode is going to be pretty much awesome. There's I'm, not many times where you take a single image and go, this, this episode is going to be amazing. Look at this image. It's definitely saying it's going to be awesome. And then it's up to the episode to live up to that. Because that, that is casting the die pretty hard. Right. That's a you, big thing to lo- live up to. You know, I got, uh, obviously, my homework was done by BP9000, as always. So <laughs> because of that, I know that 140 tons of snow and ice were trucked into, um, this was a set. That was a set piece. Damn. But that's a fucking, like, that's a Hollywood movie set piece. Hmm. Like, you know, I mean, that's yeah. that's legit. This yeah. is a TV show. This isn't a series finale. This isn't a season finale. This is a regular episode. This is a, the end of a two-parter. And, like, that's a pretty impressive job they did of, like, making this really feel like a, a real location, a real thing. It shot well. It looks great. And to throw that out there pretty early on, you're saying, like, this is big. This is going to be a big, you know, we're going to deliver deliver something pretty solid, as you would have to after Colony. Because Colony, we talked about it. We, it, was a, it was a huge step up from the last handful of episodes, you know, good to mediocre-ish, mm-hmm. Monster of the yep. Week. Mm-hmm. And, and here you go, like, dealing some heavy mythology and, like, saying, like, there are big stakes here. We're going to kind of raise raise the game, raise the stakes. So you have to deliver in that part too. And I think that that set piece is kind of saying like, yep, it's coming. Sure. It's worth it. So and, and it's just so intriguing. So two two things from the chat. Um Audrey Ellis, who lives in Mass apparently, because she was commenting on the lightning. So pretty cool. Shout out to a uh, local Audrey. And then, um, I don't want to call her local Audrey, though. It sounds a little too much like she's a whore out right of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, you guys see a fucking local Audrey tonight? She's looking nice, bro. <laughs> no, she said, fuck. She said Endgames is what they call it on Amazon. That's really stupid. It's Endgame for sure. And then BP9000 said it's the cover of season two box set. And I'm looking at it, and it's the cover of season two box set. As if BP would be wrong? Yeah, I mean... Ridiculous, right? Dude, it's just weird too. Like I'm looking at you know, IMDB and Wikipedia, like on the you know, endgame episode. Sure. Um ten point seven million households. Like we I kind of forget <sighs> because we're covering the show so late after things, like you know, and now it's just it's us and our lovely loyal listeners, but man, eleven million households were tuning in live to watch this. That's mm. pretty crazy, man. It's crazy. That's right up there with the the stuff that were, you know. Sure. Your Game of Thrones, your Strange Things, those big ticket items, you know. Top tier. You'd call it top tier. Top tier. Let's go to the both. Oh, go ahead. Season two was really 
coming into that, that that's when Xbox was really delivering on that level and it would last for another I would say four or five seasons before it started to kind of peter off. Yeah. But but let's move on. Do you want to go to the Beaufort Sea? Beaufort? Back to the Beaufort where we were in a colony. 67 miles north of Dead Horse, Alaska. Sounds like a lovely place. <laughs> Great. Super. Really scenic. I USS stopped on a Ali- cruise once. <laughs> no shit. No. Thank God. <laughs> I'm lying. Okay. <laughs> I bet it's lovely though, especially in the spring. You can really Dude, see those horse bones. What's bananas about this shit? I, I just started to look at the Beaufort Sea on a map. It's so far up there. Dude, yeah. it runs, and we're talking Fahrenheit. The Beaufort Sea typically runs around 29 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, that's making ice cubes, right? Without so, salt, sure. Right. If you fall in that shit, you are fucked. Yeah, you're quickly. fucked in like 15 minutes. Dude, that's insane, man. That's so cold. Have you ever it, jumped in like super cold water? I did. Like done that dumb polar bear challenge. It wasn't on winter. Day or- no, it wasn't winter. It was, um, I think it was in November. Who was I with? I was with uh, Hayden RIP. Um, mm-hmm. And it steals your breath. It's weird. And you, you the sharp intake, you're like, <gasps> like that. It's a cool feeling, but I was it like, all literally, right. that's a physiological response. Yeah. Your body forces all the air out of your lungs as soon as you hit the water. It seems like a great response to the living, <laughs> to take away your oxygen. Well, there's a whole thing called the mammalian dive response, something like that. Ah. Yeah, and, there, and it, that's a part of how like people that fall in cold water can be revived like two hours later. It's about hmm. that. It's about how like your body physiologically responds to that situation. But when you get that like like completely out of your hands, like you dive in that water and you just go... <sighs> Yeah, your body can't it do anything about leaves, it. Yeah. Like all the breath leaves your lungs. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 29 degrees, Beaufort City. Um, I know there's a person in the chat who knows a little bit about mammalian diving, and that's Aaron Fallon. Oh, yeah. Probably yeah. got all that wrong. Played with Flipper a couple times, I've been told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was on the cast of uh, Flipper 3, I think. King of the Sea. Boo, do, 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 do. But um, yeah, pretty <laughs> is this wild. the worst uh, U.S. Yeah. Navy submarine captain you've ever seen portrayed he's on the screen? N- he's not good, is he? No, you know what he reminds me of? Captain of the USS Allegiance. Uh, somebody who did a lot of high school drama. High school drama, and also like at the beginning of a Star Trek episode, if they want to show you like <laughs> some <laughs> shitty ass scientific <laughs> research vessel that's gonna be like a pure victim. Yes, in the episode, like they're just. They're there to just be like a victim. You're like, please the let a bird like of that. prey decloak off the port <laughs> bow and just ice these fucks. Noisy. Uh, this is good. I like yeah. the radio operator. Well, the sonar guy, I guess he'd be. Yeah, he looks a little bit more. I mean, he's got the one ear piece on. He's married, right? Got something mm-hmm. to lose. And, uh, what do yeah. you get? Craft hanging under the ice? Suspended? Yes. Right. So he calls an admiral. Yeah, mm-hmm. they talk on the phone as you do on a submarine. <laughs> Pick up the bat phone. How good is that phone? I guess really good. I mean, you if you're on the surface, you can do that. Yeah. And like and and that's and what he's saying but is like a thousand oh, we're not, feet we're under. Not, yeah, we're not prepared for that kind of mission. We're out here on a research mission. So again, it's it's the USS Reliant and Khan is there and they're about to get carved up. <laughs> But they it. get orders to destroy the craft. 
But sir, we're simple cartographers. I don't know about you, but a thousand feet down, okay, sure, it's really creepy. But when they're like, there's 37 meters or whatever of ice above us, I start to panic a little. It sounds horrific. It sounds terrifying. You can't surface. Yep. 32 feet of glacial ice. Oh, great. 32 feet. 32 feet. (laughs) But yeah, destroy it. Give me Pacific Command on the satellite uplink. Mm. Nobody says yes, sir, on a boat either. Come to find out. No, not on this boat. Don't they say aye aye? Isn't that a kind of a navy thing? I don't know. Never served on a boat. I don't well, know. If you know I serve on the boat as a passenger. So <laughs> although yeah. all all that squid shit is kind of beyond me. Yeah. Yeah. But tell you one thing, um, hmm. they they get into it here and uh try to lock on those weapons and all of a sudden they're getting some ear screeching, they're losing power, mm-hmm. and uh looks real bad for the USS Allegiance. It does. And that's not good all at we all. see. Set course zero four seven. Hi, Captain. Con mm-hmm. weapons, weapons. Con. <laughs> no, that's not what happens. It's uh, like you said, a sonic attack, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's kind of got an EP, EMP quality to it because well, they've knocked them down to battery power. Yeah, they go into that classic submarine red, and it uh, does look good here. Like as it, the ship as, looks legit. Yeah. Not the captain, but everything else looks pretty. Yeah, legit. what's his problem? He just irks me too. It's terrible. He's he's weak. He has this shitty like beard. Like he want. He's like I've seen World War II, like you know German submarine movies. They have a beard, right? <laughs> yeah, they also have a fucking jawline, and they've dropped a hundred thousand tons of fucking Allied cargo. Hell like yeah. men, you like fucking men. I want to watch you, the fucking Hitler Channel now. You're out here looking for fucking whales, son. <laughs> the fuck out of here shave that shit those guys that dropped that allied cargo fucking they could rock that sweater dude hell yeah they could rock that fucking high neck epaulets yes you got it black ribbed sweater bring it on yep they're making a TV show by the way out of Das Boot you see that yeah no Das Boot TV show TV series fucking sweet yeah I'm kind of you know I'm kind of sick of all the bad rap you know it's Nazi this Nazi that it's good yeah. to do a little. It's good to give them a little victory lap once in a while, <laughs> just to balance out the perspective a little bit. Sure, gets a little too goofy. Hey, there's you know? great people on both sides of it. Yeah, sure. You know, I believe it. Yeah, I learned that from Inglorious Bastards. I learned that from Donald Trump. <laughs> Would you get that for killing Jews? <laughs> Bravery. Mm. Fucking a. Wow. Well, oh, it's already out. James Walker in the chat oh. says, uh, "Watch the first episode of Dust Boot. It's great." Yeah. Damn. Local Audrey says the X Files loves a good sonic attack. Don't call her local Audrey. Oh, whoops! <laughs> I forgot about my rule I just made. <laughs> local Audrey, you'll find her in the first three bar stools. <laughs> I sort the door somewhere thereabouts. <laughs> anyway, whoever's loud and falling down, that's her. Well, twenty minutes in, we get to the pre-credit sequence. I guess <laughs> sonic attacks. My animals don't like it though. They did not like it. Ooh. We go right to where we left off, too, buddy. I love this. Yeah, this is, um, if, in case you've forgotten from last week, uh, we left off in a real cliffhanger. Scully <laughs> on the phone with Mulder. With Dude, I love it. Mulder in her motel room. Mm-hmm. Dude, <laughs> this type of shit, I love. First of all, I think you know about how I love chameleons, Cylons, the founders in Star Trek DS9. Dude, mm-hmm. love it. And man, that terror of being on the phone talking to the person you're supposed... Oh, man. That is the ultimate 
holy fucking shit moment. I love that. Yeah, you've always loved that shit. You've done that in role do. playing games before. Hell yeah. And you know Stop. what, man? Yeah. When, how did it start? Like, what was the first thing to do it? I really want to know. It's got to be, I, I'm pulling this out of my ass blindly, I like it. but it's got to be Greek mythology. There has to be something in Greek mythology, right. which is about that kind of doppelganger thing. Doppelganger right. is an old German term. Absolutely. But it has to go back to like mythology before that. But that, but the putting it, I'm on the phone and the person's at my door, the same person, mm-hmm. that, that thing right there. Who did it first? Because that's so cool. Yeah, it's a good call. I man, know. I know. But it's great and it's nasty. Well, and man, dude, and he just, he's just like, listen, I'm not coming home with a cold steak ever again. <laughs> he just take really takes his day out on her. He does. And yeah. listen, you know, he's worked hard. He can't have a cold steak. It sucks here because Scully kind of does a lot I of things know. right. I know. She She plays it right. She plays it cool. Too close. She maneuvers across the room. She gets her weapon out. She puts the weapon on him. She Dude. gets him to turn to the wall. Like she does everything right, and yet he's just he's, so physically overpowering. Well, he's a goddamn alien bounty hunter, man. And 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 you know what? You you know you we watch things in in, in TV shows, and a lot of times, like a physical confrontation, you, you know, it's going to be a little ham and eager. Sure. Listen, I love Magnum PI from 1980. Okay, who does? He's fucking amazing. And I'm watching it a lot because it's back on Prime. And, you know, sometimes they get into a little fisticuffs. I'm like, ah, it's kind of corny. But what are you going to do? But this man, when he spins and just belts her and she smashes into the wall like she got run over by a defensive end. I mean, she goes flying. And then he just hoists her up with one hand. And you're like, wow, this engagement is over. Yeah. So quick. That's like, it's like some vampire shit, right? Like, bang, bang, bang. And like, she's just gone. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, I like I like it when it's just immediately you're right. not dealing with shit that because she was treating him like a normal threat. Correct. Like if that was a regular perp, like that guy's not like he she has she him probably shoots him when exactly, he's yeah. yeah shoots him and or like manipulates him because got the arm behind the back whatever. Sure. But you're dealing with some shit that's oh, out of this world. I'll show myself out. I'll take it. But because yeah, you, I mean, you know you you didn't pull it you know sometimes people say it and then they catch it but you caught it before you said it which <laughs> makes it more forgivable you know what I'm saying I guess <laughs> I'm trying dude I'm trying all right so Scully gets decommed right in front of us she's done and then the cool shape shift effect yep I want your eyes pig <laughs> this fucking guy again yeah the extendables. The Extendables, old Dusseldorfer. <laughs> old Dusseldorfer. <laughs> he can throw a punch, huh? Ooh, <laughs> you know, baby, he can throw a punch. Baby. You're not one of the biggest action stars in Hollywood for no reason. That's that's 100% true. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to Sissy. Yeah, this is cool. I like the um, immediate, you know, from this scene to Mulder and yeah. our Samantha here coming into the same scene. Mm-hmm. You know, time has passed, but we don't know how much. We just know that we're in the same spot in this motel room and we're seeing the wreckage of the fight we literally just saw. Right. Very cool. And, um, she breaks down by saying she might not know, have known who he was. She might have thought it was you. And she knows a lot more than just that. Creepy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's playing a little stonewall here. 
she's got a lot going on here. And this is where, and I'm not going to lie, I listened to our last episode recording, and then I watched this one, I took notes on it, and I actually kind of doubted something I said last episode, which was I was very certain when I watched the last episode and took notes on it, Colony, that Mulder believed that Samantha was truly his sister. Mm. And when I'm watching this scene... Feels less so, huh? Yeah, the doubt is clearly there, and I'm like, oh boy, I might have been a little bit off kilter there. Maybe the doubt was kind of supposed to be there right from the get-go, from that initial interaction that we kind of gave a little bit of a hard time in Colony, right? We did. We said it didn't really feel that intimate, didn't really emotionally pan out, maybe. Hmm. And I'm like, but, like, ah, it doesn't make sense. Like, Mulder, like, truly believing this is his sister, they're reconnecting. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, the the doubt is there. I mean, he's literally questioning it. Yeah. I mean, saying 22 years later or some shit, right? Yeah, and I I think I kind of fucked up. I'm not going to lie. I think think the viewer is supposed to believe that from the beginning, Mulder was not 100% convinced that Samantha was truly his sister. Hmm. So... Got it. Well, that, that that's the first and only time I've ever been wrong on the show. Ever. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy. Hmm. Pretty cool. Well, you know, at one it won't point, ever happen again either. Oh, I know. But I've once <laughs> I saw Superman like get you know pushed away with Kryptonite or some shit. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's. Uh, I know what he wants. Samantha's telling him, and if he doesn't get it, well, you know, this is where he's like, why? Why are you here for twenty two years? I've explained that. To you know, you've explained only. But you had to. I know next to nothing about these people. You call your parents or about the man who wants to kill them. And that's when she starts laying down the lore, dude. Which I guess is the men you've been seeking are the progeny of two original visitors. Clones, Joshua. Who have been attempting to establish a colony here since the late 40s. A colony? Well. A colony. More uh, communal haven. But uh, crazy. This is this it. Is, this is the, the whole alien plan. The... This they're is, trying for hybridization. Hybridization. That's why they're in the abortion clinics, trying mm-hmm. to get their hands on fetal uh, tissue mm-hmm. to work towards this goal. That's that's what was going on. That's what the the shit that we were joking around about in the last episode. That's yep. that's what was actually happening. That's why they were in the roles they were. If you could, without going crazy spoiler, just kind of summarize this. Kind of what are they trying to do, or is that too spoilery? Um. <sighs> Honestly, it's impossible to say it without without spoiling. Well, because it twists multiple times. Mm, yeah, you're right. Like that the, much, the, I do remember. The best thing to go with is is what they're saying right now. Is literally because, what Samantha's saying. Yeah, yeah, because that will be a thing, and then it becomes a different thing, and then it becomes a different thing. So it's it's not really spoiling. It's just like they keep moving the the line posts of mythology. Got it. So when she says the experiments weren't sanctioned, what she means by that is sanctioned by the quote aliens because they considered the dilution of their species. Um, the, the aliens. And also <clears throat> I think it's sort of indicated here, like the, the agreement between got it, <clears throat> the aliens and whatever human power there is. So, but the one huge, so the huge bounty thing, hunters on mop up, He's on mob up duty, yeah. Got but it. A, a huge, very important thing. I think this is the first time that I remember <clears throat> that deliberate attempts about alien human hybrids are. Well, no, that's not true. It's brought up before, but this is the first time that we're seeing it like explicitly, actually, sort of, yeah, explicitly yeah. in in action. But that is one of the 
cornerstones like that last from season one through season 11 about mythology. That's one thing that never changes is that at some level, like the alien human hybrid thing is something that's happening. A lot of other shit gets twisted around in that. And because of that, or to support that or to fight that, whatever. But the alien human hybrid thing is, is a absolute cornerstone of X-Files. And right. here's the first time that we get an indication of, of who might be doing it. Got it. Perfect. And that will change too. And right. um, one other thing, local Audrey says, um, the idea of doppelgangers <laughs> is found in early Zoroastrianism, uh, in ancient Egypt mythology, oh. where a spirit double has the same memories, feelings as the person, and in Norse folklore as ghostly beings. Yeah, well, none of those fucks had a phone, did they? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's good research, though. Powerful. Powerful LA. So um, now Skinner shows up and breaks up this party, and he's got some news, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, he's got some real news, and um, he's knocking on, well, we should mention, too, this is Mulder, Mulder's apartment, but mm. Scully is the one in it. Scully? Right? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong wrong notes here. <laughs> no, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> this is the, um, Samantha and... In, Sam, Sam thank is you, thank in the you. background getting ready yeah. to deliver a killing blow. I guess. To, uh... On a section chief? To Skinner, in case he is not what he seems to be. <laughs> and um, she says that the four men that Agent Scully incarcerated are now missing. And that's those doctor guys? Yep, the four yeah, identical doctors. The four identical guys. The Greekers. Well, that's not good. Oh, yeah, good word. Greek. Put that shit on the History Channel. Yep. And uh, Mulder's got a little bit more info for, for Skinner after he's done waving his gun around at the assistant director. Right. Um, there's my sister. Yeah, uh-huh. my sister. Scully's missing, possibly taken. Um, we got. What, what do you mean missing? <laughs> he's already like, I can't deal with this fucking jerk off. Yeah. Why haven't I fired him yet? He's thinking. Yeah. <sighs> Why am I here? <laughs> I should be home. I have a promising career. No kidding, right? This is why I'm going to be an assistant director in 25 years. <laughs> I Still. have. Oh yeah, he's assistant director, not a section chief. He he's like I have. So much vacation time. My benefits are amazing. <laughs> Why am I jeopardizing that for you people that I just wish would be out of my life? Can you imagine literally being in the same position 25 years from now? No. That's that what Skinner did. kind of like limbo to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Well, anyway, um, Mulder Check calls. in on Scully. Speaking yeah. of under duress. <laughs> a little phone um, call from a phone booth? Yeah, I'm calling you from a phone booth. I've had my ass whooped. And there's a giant man out here menacing me. Mm. No interest in negotiation wants to trade. Yep. Now, just to remind everyone, the alien bounty hunter's motive in this is to mop up the goddamn... He doesn't really care about the FBI agents. He doesn't care to kill them, only if they get in his way. They don't... There's going to be no evidence that they could ever use to do anything. He doesn't care. He needs to get rid of these goddamn clones. Like, that's his mission. So, the question becomes... Do you think he knows how many there are? How many rogue clones there are that he's hunting? Dude, holy shit. The bounty hunter is Blade Runner. Oh. He is kind of, huh? Not Doesn't have to know any void contest. He just knows. He just knows. He just knows. He's seeking out replicants. You come yeah. across a turtle in the desert on its back. Do you take out its eyes, pig? <laughs> he doesn't do that, does he? No. He no. just knows like a Highlander knows. Like, I fucking know it's you. It doesn't fold any unicorns. Nope. That's cool, man. 
Yeah, but he's, that is basically that's a great point. It's a great kind of right, reference. That's what, what he he's does. doing. Yeah, he's fucking blade running and hunting down the replicants. <clears throat> and uh, kind of likewise to feed off that same uh, comparison, what we'll see later, like why does he let Mulder live? Is it just a show running convenience or mm. what we'll later Could, believe there might be something more to that? Sure. Good question. Now, do you think if you look like Harrison Ford, God, it'd be so much easier to track these bitches down. Mm. They didn't look like weak-jawed abortion doctors. They just roll up to them. One star abortion doctors, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, real, real quick, don't yeah. toot our own horns a lot. <clears throat> I listened to our last episode. Rewound that part a lot. Man, that was funny. That was oh, the, fucking oh, the, funny. The one you star. got me so good. You got me real good. <laughs> that was like one of the most earnest, hard, unabridged laughs I've ever had <laughs> in the show. That was a good time. <laughs> good stuff. Well, you know, podcasting for five years, I have three or four moments eventually. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you just stumble onto it eventually. Through sheer incompetence, you know. Bro- broken clocks, right? Twice a day. <laughs> but, um, yeah. If Daily and Bounder Hunter looked like Deckard, he would track down these women a lot easier. They'd just come to him. Sure. Probably wouldn't uh, have to pay shift either. <laughs> but anyway, he, um, he wants you at the moral of Bridge in Bethesda in one hour. I need more time than that. And hang up. Yeah. Muller tells Skinner, gotta trust me. Great. Hey, and he does, apparently, because we're immediately... He gets a the... sharpshooter? Yeah, not a good one, but... Not he... terrible. <laughs> he gets hey, one. Wh- wh- whatever your vantage point is, make sure that if he moves four feet, he doesn't put a giant metal <laughs> structure in between him and your line of sight. Listen, yeah, not a sharpshooter, Josh, but drink. I bet I could have set up better. Not saying I would have hit him, but mm. I might have. <laughs> yeah, BP and I actually went back a little, little bit back and forth, and... um I will say he was asking why, you know, he's like, doesn't make sense. Why didn't he line up, line up at the base of the skull? Mm. That would put him on the other side of the bridge with a, like, put the other FBI agents, like, in the line of fire. So he's got to go for a cross shot. Yep. But that's a 308. Like, oh, yeah. T- trust me, he's going to penetrate the base of the skull. Yeah, it's... It doesn't it's, matter which angle there. the neck goes in at, it's going to penetrate him. It does. It's, his head's coming off, man. It's fucked up. Haul out a dime at 200 yards. <laughs> That's I sick. Mean, not this guy, but nah, some of them. Cool. But some but, of them. Hey, you said it. It was cool, but this guy, for sure not that guy. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, That's awesome. Hit him in the shoulder at 100 yards. <laughs> Within a foot or two of the target, like Oof. right there. He's going to hit the paper, you know? <sighs> yeah. Put him on a range. He's going to pop that paper. He's going to hit the paper, but. It's not the guy we need. Yeah, this is um, this is just classic tension shit, man. Like a bridge yeah. handoff. Come How on. How cool is that? How this is cool the ultimate is espionage. That? Yeah, classic spy movie shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we could be in the middle of the Cold War, right? Berlin Wall. Mm-hmm. Some kind of weird handoff. Could be anything. Could be Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of situations. But that, that, that handoff is just a classic situation. But yeah. Putting in the X-Files with the, the added dynamic of this is not a regular person we're dealing with. So we got Mulder, we have Scully, our two <laughs> beloveds. Then we have an alien bounty hunter. We have Samantha, who has to play the patsy in this situation. And we're all depending on uh, FBI sharpshooter. Dude. Uh, Fails to get the job done. First of all, well done to bring, <laughs> to bring up Big Lebowski. 
because holy fucking shit. It's my dirty whites, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Are you fucking this up? <laughs> Look, I'm not handling the money and driving the car and talking to you, man. <laughs> it's so good. It's my driver, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. That's such a good call. But uh, it doesn't go well. Now, Samantha gets real cagey with the ice pick. She tries to pull a Sharon Stone right out of basic instinct. Goes for the downward thrust. Thank God, not mid-coitus. <laughs> and uh, they tumble over the bridge into the into the wa- into the water. Not quite yes. the Beaufort speaking of icy sea, water. But, yeah, <laughs> cold, but probably not Beaufort Sea cold. Well, you not never Beaufort know. Sea, but not good. Not good. You don't want to mess with that winter. Yeah, and, and kind of immediate from our action sequence here to a recovery scene. Yeah, cool. The two two smooth transitions, you'd say. Yeah. Yep. Right yeah. to the bridge scene and right out of the bridge scene. At one point, that guy in the boat, he like the two the two guys in scuba gear go off the side, and he just bombs between them. And I'm like, ugh, careful, man! Like we got <laughs> dudes in the water, bro. Like he he yeah he just fires, and it's a fucking like Yamaha Yamaha outboard, and I just <laughs> think he was gonna cut his little fucking toes off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, Scully shows right back up on scene, recently discharged from the hospital. Mulder is still there. You see see it on his face. The five o'clock shadow, the the dark eyes, like he has not left, obviously, since since the yeah. incident happened. And uh, I love that she's wearing the same zip up hoodie with blood on it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's it's personal shit, man. Like she she's in it. She's you in know, it. This might be Mulder's thing primarily. It's his sister, but Scully is is there, do or die because she's awesome. Yep. Are you sure it's your sister? Why well, would you even question me on that? Oh, he gets snippy. Wow. Because back at the motel, Mulder, it was you, but it wasn't you. Well, it was her. Well, then who is this man and what does he... He's an alien. Oh, okay. Cool. And then he just slams his car door. And he drives home to get scolded by William Mulder. (laughs) Oh, Skinner's easy. It's my dad that I'm worried about. (laughs) I'm sorry, dad. What do you think about the scene with Mulder and Big Billy... Big Billy big, Mulder. Big Bill. Big Billy Mulder. Samantha's gone, Dad. Um, Duchovny's all right. He's got some wet. He put a little visine in. Yeah, I don't know if I love the. I, I actually, Mulder kind of just sucks. I mean, based on what we've seen, Daddyo. Yeah. Not I don't a, mean as an actor, but he's just so brutal. So ugh. not a guy that you don't endear a lot of sympathy. No, to Big Billy Mulder. No, I mean. It's weird that he's confessing to his father almost, but not impossible, I guess. Uh, you, wouldn't you just say someone took Samantha? Why Like, why are you climbing up onto the crucifix here? That's it. There's like a, there's a level of guilt here, which I don't know. Like, it, it's obviously, it's trying to build towards something that Mulder, that they want us to believe that Mulder already had with his father, which is some yes. kind of latent guilt, right? Some kind of responsibility <clears throat> for for what happened to Samantha in the first place, probably. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm speculating. Yeah. Speculating. I like it. I'm with you. I just, I, I felt like he was really doing the, it's all my fault. some piece of shit thing. Right. Yeah. He's just I mean, really like head in hand. And I don't know. I, it, it's good to see when you take a character that Mulder's not a character that has a lot of, I mean, he has weaknesses in like a character writing point of view like sure Mulder has flaws like they're written flaws but he doesn't display weakness very easily mm-hmm. 
And it's almost like so, boy, I mean, he's, he's like a little bitch here. Kind of reaching. Kind of a little bitch here. Mm. Um, and I don't hate it because I like the idea of this. I mean, Will William Mulder is hard as nails, clearly. Yeah. I think but, he's dead inside. Yeah, yeah, definitely dead inside. Dick stopped and, working um, like six, seven years ago. Too proud to take the pill. We'll get back to this in the future, like in future <laughs> episodes, about like what what William Mulder is really up to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. There's something about, uh, I don't know. It feels fabricated I, a little bit. Yeah, it felt a little bit forced. Yep, I got you. Didn't love you. it. Didn't love uh, it. Yeah, I don't love the, um, like I said, I don't love the, I'm throwing myself on the altar of this guy I have no relationship with anyway, and assuming a blame for something I have really not a ton of control over. I mean, All right. it's, it's, you know, it's fine. Whatever. It's not the end no. of the world. No. Do you want to go to Rockville, Maryland? Yeah, let's move on. Well, he gets it. Well, he gets the message, right? If anything should happen to me, or if we become separated, you must meet me here, which is this place in Rockville, Maryland. Yeah, that's that's what Big Billy Mulder gives to Little Fox. Not a hug, but an envelope. Yeah, address and a key card, I believe. Mm, yep. <clears throat> so so Mulder, Mulder's hot on this case, and Scully calls him. She's still off on the crime scene. And th- she this is. is the one thing that's very consistent between these two episodes is um, we talked about it as a very cool thing in Colony. <clears throat> when um, Mulder just completely dipped out when he got the call from his dad. Right. Right? Like, he's he's balls deep in this case, and then he gets a call from Papa Mulder, and he's like, uh, Scully, you got it. I got to go. Sissy's home. And we're kind of right in the same spot here, where he's on the scene of where his recently reappeared sister just went over the bridge. They're fishing for the body, and now we have a call from dad. He's gone again. Yeah. Like, immediately. And now Scully's calling him from the scene with some fucking pretty shitty news. Yeah. Got a body. It's Samantha, like 100%. This is pretty hardcore. Very it, hardcore. It, it's it's pretty hardcore the way we see her. Scully, we're, we're close on Scully. And, and this is just shot really well, I think. This is, uh, who does this? Bowman? Uh, direction is by Bowman and Sp- yeah. uh, Spawn is the director, yeah. Yeah, dude. It, it's pretty awesome. Like the guys on the boat behind her kind of blurry. And when she turns to face the foreground, they slide her into the foreground, Samantha. It's just a cool little transition. And then back to her on the phone. It's just good when he's dropping the news and we kind of feel it because we see her in that very impersonal and waterlogged kind of horrible way. It has a very realistic feeling to it. Right. But also like very clear to the audience. It's not, they're not playing games like that's, that's right. That's right. That's Samantha. Like yep. you know who it is. It's not some some kind of thing they're they're playing where Scully's going to say it. We're not going to show the audience, and you know you're going to have to kind of be left to like, oh, was it really? Was it not? Like what? No. Like you see the body. That's 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 the person we have yep. come to know as Samantha. Yep. So it's pretty cut and dry in yep. in that respect. I love the FBI agents on this one, the, the FBI, the kind of husky woman. And then that kind of nerdy EMT guy, it's kind of perfect casting to me. Man, just regular looking people. I know, I know they're not in the episode really at all, but I was like, look at that. It's kind of regular Joe's pretty believable. Yeah. Yeah. And then old, old melty, old melty face, Melissa, old green melty face, <sighs> man, what's happening? Yeah. Big surprise. Like, well, yeah. I like this moment because I think Mulder has this sense of doubt that it's not his sister. 
because he doesn't rush back. He steals himself and then proceeds in. Like this is that Mulder faith thing we talk about a lot. He doesn't go rushing back like, oh my God. He's like, no. Like you can tell he's upset, but there's also this, Mulder does a lot of relying on hope. He does. And he, it, he doesn't, oftentimes it especially leads. if you're smarter than I was to believe that that doubt had existed from Colony. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But who does he see right away? Oh, just uh, somebody that kind of looks a little bit like Samantha. So you have a twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> and a triplet sister. In a <laughs> I shall kill them all. <laughs> Darth, bunch of fucking bunch of Samanthas here. Mm-hmm. So Do you remember that are. local band, Too Many Gens? That's the band. It was a, it was a band in Mass, local around here, and like the punk scene in like the late nineties, kind of punky misfit style. No, no, I like it though. Fucking great, great band name. Nice. Great band name. Too many Gens. Too many Gens. So perfect, dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, that makes I like me the smile. response here too. She's dead, yes. isn't she? Dude. Okay. Yep. Okay. We see the familiar green liquid. We've seen a we've seen a lab like this get busted up by the A B before. Yep. Green liquid, old... weird kind of uh <laughs> fetuses floating around. <laughs> yeah. Pseudo fetuses shit happening. Pretty sure one has a pork chop in it. But <laughs> <laughs> who's counting? And immediately they come across very similar to the Grigors. Like they're acting just like the Grigors were. Yeah, they're creeping me out. I don't like it. It freaks me out. Yeah, you don't want a like a family reunion cookout with them. Right. For sure. Yeah, it's a little weird. But um <clears throat> Don't worry. They're gonna be gone soon. <laughs> they sure are. We needed your help. We knew you could be manipulated. Oh, that's nice. Great. <laughs> um uh, well, we have to hurry because he's coming. Who? Well, the man is trying to kill us. He's dead. How do you know? <clears throat> he was shot in the back of the neck. How did he die? He fell off a bridge. <laughs> Did you notice my favorite part of this episode? <laughs> What's Mulder, that? <clears throat> and Mulder indicates where the alien bounty hunter was shot by tapping himself in the neck <laughs> with the muzzle of his pistol. You know. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, so ridiculous. Like the do. <laughs> it's so dumb. He flags himself in the base of the neck with Ooh. his pistol. God, Jesus. He, he was shot right here. Fuck. <laughs> the chick's just covered in blood. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. They're like, put pressure on it. Fuck. It's so dark. It looks like the inside of the car in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I think I shot Marvin in the face. Oh, man. That's so intense. That's great. Well, they, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. turns out you're spot on there, ladies. Re- <laughs> Grigori's because Mueller goes out to uh, track down what's happening and ABH shows up pretty quick and drops mm. him and then it's all smoke and fire. All smoke and fire. Dude, you can't contend with this cat. Loves fire. Loves fire. Loves you know killing Mulder, law enforcement. As we've, you know, deeply embedded into X-Files lore, Mulder does have a phobia of, uh, of fire. <laughs> I've, I've seen him react to it. <laughs> Terribly. <laughs> And uh, he gets rescued again by a firefighter. This fucking guy better donate to their FOP. (laughs) Yeah, when you get that collection coming around (laughs) once a year. (laughs) Look, if you're at the red light and the 16-year-old volunteer kid has the boot in his hand, Mulder, 
If you don't put a fucking couple of bucks in that boot, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Three, four times you've been pulled out of a burning building, bud. In fact, hand him a check. <laughs> a blank check. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Me, because you're still alive. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, this guy again. Oh. We got real lucky. No, wait, there are more men in there. We looked. You're the only one here. No, you've got to keep looking. Mm. And Scully's like, well, after being treated for smoke inhalation, Agent Mulder was released from Samaritan Hospital in satisfactory condition. Yeah, he's fine. Now on to important business. So kind of a surprise here. We're back to talking about Agent Weiss. Oh, yeah. Right? That, that one-off FBI agent that Mulder killed by that- sending him into uh, <laughs> oblivion. <laughs> And um, I kind of forgot that would remain relevant. They talk about... It's how she cures Mulder, right? A retrovirus. Hmm. Is that the term they use here, I think? It is, yeah. This Um, is the whole blood coagulant thing. Yeah, we talked about this. Yep. We don't want want pudding blood. You don't want pudding blood. I mean, it's no snake belly, but it's It's not It's no snake belly, but yeah, snake belly's worse. (laughs) Snake belly's worse. (laughs) But it ain't good. It ain't and um, something about this retrovirus, once um, when, you're, when you're dealing with normal body temperatures, that's when it really goes to work. Mm-hmm. If you cool it down, it kind of cools down. Which is funny because it, in a very, hey, real quick, not a scientist though. <laughs> but you would always associate cooling with any type of liquid as congealing it or freezing it and heating it, sort of thing it out. But maybe not. Right, <clears throat> kind of opposite from what you would assume like liquids do, but it's not mm. about not about that. Right, it's about how this retrovirus acts. Because you and know, after you turn the burner off of that delicious beef stew, buddy, thickens right up. Thickens right up. Yeah, as it cools. That butter, butter gets real thick. <laughs> I know that little bacon fat little container mm. I have over my sink looks real gross, but pretty. But pretty when it's awesome. Mulder, when it's Mulder ever- and Ice, shortly. <laughs> He's going to really <laughs> owe a ticket or two to this. Hey, side that, question. Have you ever put that uh, bacon butter grease in uh, in pancakes? Oh, yeah. Dude, I this is a revelation for me within the last 300 days. You got you to gotta do a lot of things with that bacon grease. Yeah? It's so good, dude. German potato like, salad? Oh, I thought you were talking about something like weird sex stuff. No. German <laughs> potato salad. All right. <clears throat> all right. Cook up a bunch of bacon. All right. Put it off to the side. Take that, all that bacon fat, big old fucking thick layer of it, cook up a bunch of onions, toss in some spices, toss in a little bit of brown sugar. Then you like boil a bunch of red, like red bliss potatoes and then dump all that shit back in there together. All that like bacon grease, like cooks the onion, all that shit like kind of comes together. Toss in some vinegar. You got yourself the best goddamn potato salad. There you go. On the face of the earth. Sounds good. Kraut salad. Kraut salad. Not, uh, I mean, you but wouldn't if say you fish major it out of a river. Yeah. It's going to turn green. It's going to melt. <laughs> and you wouldn't say Germans are known for their cuisine, so to speak. Well, but you know, it's like a classic German. They have the couple of things they just crush at: Blitzkrieg, right? P- pork products and pork products. Yeah. And they don't. Juice. They don't. And killing. They don't go crazy. They they stay in their lane. Yeah. All right. Well, Scully says. Um, and uh, what is she saying here about, uh, she didn't really say much after that, right? Other than she says, was a thickening of Agent Weiss's blood in an in immunological response to the virus. 
And Gardner says, apparently, when the body's exposed to it, tr- it triggers a massive production of red blood cells. Now, take a look at this. Yeah, this is where she puts together what she saw in the river mm-hmm. with um, Samantha's body. Yep. And the virus is inhibited by cold, knocked out by it for some reason. The retrovirus goes dormant at cold temperatures. Awesome. All right. So that's our setup for what that is all going to be. And I now appreciate we, that. We get some serious conspiracy shit. Hell yeah. Kennedy Center. Opera music. Dude. Opera music, man. Couldn't be more spy th- movie, could it? Totally. This could be. <sighs> this could be Mission Impossible. This yep. could be like, um, I mean, any any number of spy thrillers in the Dude. shadows behind like a DC opera theater. <sighs> it's great. X and Mulder. I just love the viciousness and the. It, it's again, m- maybe this gets into my love of the doppelganger, but I love this where w- we've become sort of wolves in in people clothes. Because we're standing outside this opera house, we're standing amongst civilization, yet here we are discussing these crazy things that so, the people standing right next to us know nothing about. Yep. Yeah, man. It's good shit, man. This is mm-hmm. really good. The, the funny little Der opening lines. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> opening lines about the opera itself, and then... Um, yep. Was I've question. never slept better, by the way. <laughs> That's such a good line from X. Yes. I love it. Dude. X is so good, man. He's, He's he is my favorite of all of all the informants, of all the these shadowy figures that go back and forth in Mulder. X has always been my favorite. But I cannot I, wait to talk about him in Skinner. Oh, what a scene. Dude. But here we just get some info. Finally, he tells Mulder about the disabled US sub in the Arctic. That's a USS Allegiance. Um, a fleet. I think he says a fleet dispatched from Anchorage. Yep. And um, X warns him, warns him from going after it. He does. Classic warning here. Nuclear and, craft, by the way. Yeah, nu- yeah nuclear. This is Sco- a battle you can't win, baby. Yep. Well, Sco- Scully's hot in the tail, going to the apartment, has her own key. All right, cool. Yeah. Kind of yeah, intimate. Okay. I like that. Um, she lets herself in. Sure. She gives a little courtes- courtesy knock because you never know with him. Yeah, you never know. That that uh, 1-800 number could be <laughs> quite live. That bill could be <laughs> racking up. Um, she's logging into his computer. She's seeing the X in the window. Yes. She knows what that is by this point. Yes. Yep. And Spots uh, the newspapers outside the door. Very cool. Again, yep. little little clues. Checking the email. I, lo- I like, just in terms of how it's done, I like that the, the email is or whatever it is, some kind of note, because it's addressed to her. It's intended for her to see it when she logs onto the computer. Um, yep. It's read aloud by Duchovny, which is very cool. Yep. Um, Couldn't be more of a 14-year-old thing, though, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, this, don't follow me. Oh. No, I don't even want you, I don't even no. want you to... <laughs> seriously, a, like, you, know, you shouldn't even care. Like, seriously. <laughs> like... Seriously, I don't even know why you care. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even know where to find me. Like, I, there's, I could be anywhere. I mean, I'm, I'm in the Arctic, and like, you know, it's here. It's like, it's like thirty miles north of Anchorage, but like, like oh five seven degrees. Like, it's up there. But like, seriously, you couldn't even find me if you wanted to. Doesn't even matter. But like, I'll be there at like eleven fifty p.m. on like the third of January. But like, seriously, you don't even know like where. Like that, where? that same kid has his head in the window like a puppy dog the whole time, <laughs> hoping she shows up. Not that I'm saying I've ever been that kid. No, hundred <laughs> percent. No, not me. Way too cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. It's so funny, man. 
It's so funny. Classic mother. Classic. Couldn't have you following me. So I had to give you all of the clues about where I went. <laughs> to a top-notch agent who's really good at her job. She probably won't <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> well, well, she's going to go see... I like the, I like the con in the favor. Yep. She's, flexing, she's flexing her ally points. And you got to love the um, how they do it here. Like where Skinner doesn't just like go along with it. Mm-hmm. it it's so easy you know, as a casual Exiles fan to like kind of head back like, yeah, Skinner's one of the good guys. Like he's, he's on Mulder and Scully's team. Like he's, yeah, he's got their back. But there's so many times when he doesn't directly do that. Yeah. And that's the best shit, you know? Yeah, because yeah, she's like, she's trying to flex the unofficial channel's power that she knows he has. Make no mistake, if, Mulder, if, if Skinner wanted either one of you to disappear, you'd be disappeared. <laughs> Super. And hey, <laughs> Nobody's looking for you. Nobody, nobody's reading a poorly, a poorly, like hundred percent. Not Mulder, especially. That's so sad. That's so sad. (laughs) That's sad, son of a bitch. There's no draw by numbers, like connect the dots. Like you come find me. No, no, gone forever. Yeah. But um, Skinner basically tells her pound sand. Yeah, he does. So she's going to flex her uh, her X signal power. She's going to pull up. She's hoping that uh, the Dark Knight. I didn't mean it like that, by the way, because he's black. But <laughs> you know, like that he swoops in and fucking. I am the knight, mm-hmm. and I love the knock on the, the little feetsies under the door. Yeah, classic. Her her fear when she wakes up and got to get a better door threshold, bud. For <laughs> for somebody that has a lot of people break into your apartment, probably have a tighter fitting door. Yeah, I know, right. He could probably crawl under that door. Yeah. I'm not saying hey. he's tombs, but he might be able to. Yeah, for somebody that's fought a, a little finger-stretching <laughs> monster, have a, have a tighter door. Yes. But he... Uh, yeah. Can you slip under my door? I yes. Love, I love X reaction, though. <laughs> yeah, dude. When Scully answers the door, and he, I, he's... Dude. You never see X shaken. And this is Bridge of Spy shit. He's like, bye, I don't know you. Yep. He's rattled for a moment, and then mm-hmm. it's just like, Game face, like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. I have the wrong apartment. Yep. He's like, fuck. Gone. Goes Gone. to the elevator. Scully chases after him. He oh, does hello. Not, he does not give in an inch. Dude, shuts the door, goes down the floor, opens it. Skinner is just standing there. Bing! Dude, that's the sound of me about to kick your ass, X. <laughs> Dude. Dude, these, okay. Something we Every- never talk about in the X-Files. Oh, my God. Is, is like a realistic hand-to-hand... I love it. This now, is it. There's only a, there's only ever been one rumble in the jungle between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. <laughs> but this is two titans clashing in very close quarters. And uh, I happen to love this moment because I like that Skinner kind of gets the drop on him a little. But you guess what? When he goes down in the elevator and then draws on him, <laughs> like gets I, was like, up. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. so so badass, man. And, and again, like we, you just don't see this in the X Files. Like you don't expect to see like good hand to hand kind of. You know, it's always silly. Like somebody tosses somebody or like whatever. There's a quick thing. Like they toss each other around. And you you mentioned it earlier when Alien Bounty Hunter tosses Scully. That's just sure. kind of done to portray the power he has. But sure here and like production note wise, they they said like no, we, we want to kind of go at it. And when um, Mitch Pelegi, who plays Skinner, he broke the the elevator backdrop when he threw X. Unsurprising. 
Yeah, like he blew him through the back of the elevator set. Yeah, um, and that's X, awesome. the guy that plays him, he he had recently come off a couple of action movies, so he was all into doing some like he real was all jazzed stuff. up. So this like you it, can see it broken the panel. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. Holy it's, shit! Like it's like a legitimate like little action sequence here. Like yeah. you said, the it's it's short, it's quick, it's violent, and then it, it's X with a gun on him, mm-hmm. and that's how these two motherfuckers would interact. Like it's not going to be some long drawn out like fisticuffs. It's toss around for positioning and then somebody's going to get a gun and go to finish it if necessary. I, I wish X-Files was rated R just once and, and it would have been the moment where X is down and he says, I've killed men for far less. If we would have just went, I killed motherfuckers for far less. Dude, <laughs> I would have been jumping up and down. And then he's like, you'll be killing two men. Ah, dad, they're just so good. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, yeah. It's great to see such two badasses. Like I know. Right at it. Stalemate time. <clears throat> yeah, and this is cool. Like, this is, oh, man, we just saw Skinner kind of deny Scully, but now now he's here, and then this this altercation, and then Skinner coming back up to Mulder's apartment. <laughs> all fucked all up. All fucked up and bloodied. <laughs> here, here. I, but, but the best part about that is, like, w- <laughs> when he comes upstairs, he's just like, oh. Here's all the info you need. He just says, Agent Mulder took a commercial flight to Tacoma, Washington. From there, he caught a million. Like, he just lays it all out, right? Yeah. Yeah. He uses credential center. That's what I gave him. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But but I love the visual of this is what I did for you. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, 100%. I mean, I'm still alive, which is great. But this kind of sucks, my face. Yeah, because the last interaction between between Scully and Skinner was in his office, and he basically told her, like, hey, pound sand, Mulder's off the reservation. Mm-hmm. I'm not helping you. Yeah. Very cool. For sure. Very cool. Um, and from Anna in the chat, I got to say all the times I watched this episode, it never crossed my mind. I mean, why did he even show up? I think she's talking about Skinner here. Yeah. Um, I think you, you see it in that. After he makes Scully leave, you see in his face like, fuck. I got to help her. I need to do something. I need help. Yep. And you know that he is tied into everything that's happening behind the scenes. So you have to This assume, is the Mulder move. I mean, the Skinner thing though, right? Yep. He's he probably like, goes you. and he shadows Mulder's apartment. He, he's shadowing Scully, seeing what she's up to, seeing where she's going to reach to, and he's going to find a way to reach out to her. And then um, if he hasn't personally met X, like- He's got to mm-hmm. be in the know, you know, he's got to know that Mueller has contacts. He knows what Mueller's up to. So it oh, makes they're saying not Skinner. They're saying not X. Why did X show up? Cause she, she put the X in the window. Yeah. 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 She, she, she puts the light on the X. No. no. X was going to Mulder's apartment. apartment. Hey, you yeah. fuckheads pay attention. Come on. <laughs> expect better. You people. I can't believe you're is this supposed our to chat? explain stuff to us. Yeah. We only run in. We, we run a podcast here. Why do we have to explain things? Jesus. They're saying, they're saying, James, they're saying, was he surprised because he probably had a feeling he knew Mulder wasn't there already? Well, I, I don't know. Why would he think Mulder wasn't back? Right. You know? He does, know. Yeah, he doesn't know if he's been back yet. He doesn't know. He doesn't track him like 24-7, but. Yeah, he gave Mulder some info. Mulder left. Who knows why, he's like, if he's back um, yet or not. Yeah. I mean, he knows what Mulder was supposed to go do. Doesn't mean he knows Mulder did it. And maybe when he saw the ex, he was like, fuck, maybe he, maybe he aborted. He did tell him not to fucking do it. He did tell <laughs> him not like, to do it. I mean, he's like, oh shit, that motherfucker actually listened to me for once. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't get on that plane. <laughs> it's crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, that's always the possibility, right? Fucking he, cracker as dumb as I thought he was. Right. Because there's no way anyone else knows to put the X up there, as far as X knows. But now he knows, well, you fucking ding dong. Now she knows. Who else yeah. knows? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He knows <laughs> what he was supposed to do. Doesn't mean he knows he did do that. And the X must have confused him for a minute. Like, whoa, why is he there? <clears throat> that's 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 the story I'm sticking with. Yeah. That's the story I'm sticking to it. Yeah. But um he uh dude, let's talk about some some purdy. Purdy shooting here. Oof. This is purdy. Here we are. This is uh this is shit we all been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Takes a while to get to. It does, but uh this is where our guys like, you know. Oh, pays off, man. It looks mm. good. Rob Bowman's like, I'll make it real pretty. For He's you. like, I'm gonna fucking make this shit look like a movie. Mm-hmm. And he does. Yep. It looks so cool. And I kind of forgot, I guess we were talking at the beginning of the episode, it takes a little longer. I mean, it's literally 10 minutes less left in the episode when we actually see Mulder on scene in the Arctic. But mm. oh it's boy, worth it. It's worth it's the payoff. Dude, that, pale, uh, that pale blue light. Oh, man. Snow, Dude, it, ice. It's, it, I, he's walking. Guys, he's walking up to a subsail <laughs> that's frozen in water. Like, come on. Abandoned. That's the best. Abandoned submarine sticking out of the Come Arctic. On. Guys, doppelgangers in in in, oh. in derelict craft. God, I love it. God, stop it. Derelict craft. I'm in. I'm reading yep. the story. I'm watching the movie. I'm watching the TV show. Yep. When he 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 like comes up to it, he's looking around. He climbs up the ladder. He gets in there. The sub is just just derelict. And he sees bodies all over the place. This is this is fucking awesome stuff, dude. He's like, I guess I'll, uh, I guess I'll climb in and go through the hatch. This is, I mean, you you take this out of context, and you have a a great short story that has my hook, a Twilight Zone episode, a an RPG game like yep. setting, like a- anything. Just I want to start with this: somebody walking into a submarine which is surfaced in the Arctic Ocean with a dead crew. Fuck, Fuck. man. Yeah, that's high I'm alert. So shit. into it. I'm so Did you into see? It. There's a recent video, um, and I know the Coast Guard doesn't always get a great rap as whatever from you know normal people who probably don't think much of it. But there's this video of a Coast Guard ship intercepting a drug sub. It's oh, no all shit. over the internet, and it's amazing, dude. They're fucking bombing in the craft, and you see the the fucking sub just booking it. And it's not diving because I guess they, they don't submerge fully, but they can't have that real low profile. And you can just fucking buy these boats, right? Yeah. And dude, the guy is on the, is on the bow of the, it's like a cutter, like they're intercepting. And he jumps, he's in full camo, fucking M4, the helmet, everything. He flies through the air and lands on the sub. And dude, he, they're screaming at the bow, like saying something in another language. This dude, this Coast Guard dude, dives onto the fucking thing, and he's wailing on the hatch. Boom, boom, boom. And dude, the guy opens the hatch with his fucking hands up. Imagine that shit. Dude, you're <laughs> on a submarine, and you go, you open the hatch, and a dude sticks an M4 in your face. You're like, holy shit, man. It was so thrilling. It was a really, really cool. It's all over the internet. Um just right coast guard intercepts sub or something. And, and this dude jumps onto the fucking sub and he walks across and they're like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get on that. And he's like, pull, pull. like he's like telling him to get closer, get closer. And then he jumps on the fucking thing and he's wailing on the hatch. And the guy's like the guy, the shitting he must've done when he opened that hatch. 
Like, whoa, is this, is this my two day Amazon? Like the fuck? <laughs> he's like, nah, dude, it's me. So you're under arrest. Oh, the power bar is already here. <laughs> what else am I going to smuggle my Cocano in? <laughs> yeah. Not so much, pal. Anyway, you'd get a kick out of it if you saw it. I like it. Hey, Coast but, Guard, uh, real quick. Underrated. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fucking with the water, man. Hey, U.S. Navy. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> they went from underrated to overrated because of seals, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. underrated forever, and then they were over. They never yeah, had. A- they, they were underrated when they were losing fucking like large fleet size ships. Yeah, like that's true. day after day, forties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> World War Two, and they got overrated. Then, then Navy SEALs came out in the eighties, and it was like way overrated. Right. U.S. Air Coast Force Guard, man. pretty much always overrated. <laughs> Although they're going to get a lot of kills if people rush Area 51. <laughs> Dude, they will have so many kills. Yeah, but it's going to be some guy sitting in a fucking air-conditioned trailer <laughs> dropping the Hellfire missiles like off your fu- Like your fucking uh, mortar guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> playing, they're playing spades. They have to break up the game to an answer, like, answer a call for fire mission. Like, you don't they get high those five. kills. You never Dude, even they- saw them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Shit, man. All right. So my guy boards the fucking boat. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Mulder. We've been away from Mulder for quite a spell. And this, Dude, this whole is, thing is in it. Oh, it's dripping with X-Files sauce. It's so good. And then the, the chase through the sub going after this guy. And then just what a great setup. Like, you feel like Mulder's the one that's unhinged? Like, no, this is just like this poor fucking, this poor rattled sailor who's seen his entire crew get killed. Mulder, you're being a crazy person. And then he's right. Of course. It, it is the fucking alien bounty hunter. Like, that's a great, I don't know if that's how you felt watching it, but I, I, that's kind of how I felt like rewatching like it. it. And I think I like that's it a lot. how they want you to feel. It's like Mulder is just, yeah, you get a little bit out there, man. Like, easy, easy, easy. And then, nope. Yeah. You were, you were dead on, and you still weren't careful enough. Right. All that That's paranoia, awesome. just like just like Scully. You can be 100% right. You can do everything right. You can get the drop on him. It's still too much for you. You know, I'm glad you're saying this, dude. He's too because this, Yes, right? We, we talk about this a lot on this episode, which is funny because not until we decided to sit down and do this podcast— did I ever really sit down and think to myself like, oh, cool. They're all, they, when it comes to some of this shit, they are really outclassed, which is crazy because we know them both is, is so good at their job, right? But there's a limit to their, to their capability when they're dealing with, I mean, intergalactic, I don't want to be too corny, but an intergalactic conspiracy. Yeah. And you start to realize like, dude, even with your paranoia, even with you feeling you have preparedness, you're fucked. Yeah. Hey, cool. You 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 have that pistol on them. You're kind of <laughs> suspicious. You you know, you think you know what's up, but you're just you're not prepared to deal with the the kind of threat you're they you have at you. And that's exact it happens to Mulder and Scully I almost identically. Yeah. They both do the right thing. They mm-hmm. both identify the threat and and try to, you know, put him in a position of weakness. And then it doesn't matter. They're just fucking overpowered immediately. It's nuts, man. That's cool. And you just get fucking tossed. Tossed. And it gets a little bit personal here. Yeah. I love the way he tosses him, too. Also, hey, Alien Bounty Hunter, great actor. You're fucking, you're gonna die, pig. <laughs> 
<laughs> or, or do you Oi. mean as as um, oh, the new world order? Do you mean Wiley McKenson? But I mean that's what you think about it. That's the alien bounty hunter. It's funny to think of of to think of Brian Thompson doing this line because <laughs> he, he he's so not a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean, like him, like <laughs> like the guy in Seven. I fucked her. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> fucking old old knife, Dick McGee. <laughs> but, but it's like, oh, and he's an X Files too. But um, he's like, I played dead, and and I I just love the the. Well, I guess I have to do this now. <laughs> yeah, and the, and this is, and again, this will we'll get more into this later. So it's at this point we can conjecture about it, but <clears throat> sure, you know. Alien Battle Hunter tells him, like, I could have killed you multiple times before. Mm-hmm. And then he just drags him up out of the sub and dumps him off the top of the sail. Right. And leaves him more or less to die, but doesn't kill him. So this is either, like, there's more going on, or this is James Bond villain bullshit. Right. I don't, it wouldn't, now, what I don't want to say is, it's funny, I just thought of something, and I'm thinking, is this a real good, like, revelation i'm having in my brain or am i remembering something that could be a spoiler if that makes sense uh was some kind of deal struck that uh, that was like not, you can't kill yet. okay because i'm thinking to myself maybe this bounty hunter is under orders not to hurt like feds like i know he killed the one dude but like because you know what i'm saying like maybe he's like because you know what it's like man you get the mission right the rpg they're like listen Here's your mission. You can't be wasting their civilians, though. Yeah, well, you can't be wasting their law enforcement. We don't need that kind of heat. Yeah, a lot, a lot more. the The mythology will come to focus more and more on the the deals being made between, like the the human, like the New World Order kind of types. The the what do they call them? The Circle, the Cabal. There's like a name for them. I don't remember. Somebody will hit you up in the chat. The, the guys making the God damn it, BP. What do they call them? The, the is it the circle? The goddamn dudes making the making the deals. Uh, the syndicate. <laughs> Jesus syndicate. Christ! A great local, fucking name. Local Audrey, all over it. Local Audrey, like she's all over every guy walking oh, in that bar. Oh, <laughs> fucking a. The syndicate. Yeah, it, it's like so much becomes about the syndicate and like their relationship and their dealings and their. Yep you know, what's, what's, what deals were made, what relationship they have with the aliens. Right. And that will be the focus very heavily, like going forward. And like now we don't even have much more than a shadow of an indication of that. Sure. Um, but all we know is that Mulder's left alive. He is. Although as that thing starts to dive in, in a very bond, this is dude, very, this is dude. very James Bond. It is. I'm this like, is a little, I, little um, fabricated like action kind of thing. I'm, I was like, I think the dive plane is going to chop his face off. <laughs> Brian, Brian Thomas, she's like, oops. Sorry about <laughs> your head, pig. <laughs> uh, oh, Brian never kills a human in these episodes. There you go. Yeah, he's yeah. got orders. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. But um, our, our boy's been infected, man. Because remember, he's, right, and, he's and here after... After an hour and a half of screen time, now we finally get back to the very uh, cool. our inciting incident, our in media res start of colony. Right. Mulder, Mulder in the the military ER being treated, getting tr- they're trying to warm him up from hypothermia, and Scully barging in and saying, "Don't stop! You have to keep him cold. That's the only way he's going to live." Takes him pushing too. 
Yeah, and he's kind of like he codes in the middle of it, and it gets like mm-hmm. really dicey, and they kind of kind of jump forward a little bit, but um, essentially her her what she's learned is is enough to save yeah. Mulder when she yeah. eventually convinces them, and, and <clears> then <throat> we get her wrap up. Do you like the uh, nurse's real technical term? His heart stopped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this your first year, you dingbat? <laughs> so he's dead, right? <laughs> so lunch. <laughs> Am I on done me. here? Or <laughs> I fly you by? Who wants to collect the order? <laughs> Fucking brutal. Uh. Um, <clears throat> but jokes aside, great ending. Yeah. To this two-parter, a very. No, it, can I ask? Is his mission accomplished? The bounty hunter kind of wins. Uh yeah, sure. I I don't know. In the short we, term, do we know that he got all the Grigors? I think we assume it, right? Well, because they're all missing, the yeah. last ones. Right. I think they're, that was the, he mopped them up because Skinner, that's how Skinner got involved. Yeah, I think we think that. And he definitely got all the Samanthas, we think. Mm, burned them up real nice. At this point, it seems like good to go, nice work. Well, the arrow was like, where's pigs. <laughs> I got all your eyes, pigs. <laughs> well, Aaron was saying, where's he taking this up? And Anna's like, maybe Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kick it in the sand for a while. Yeah, I'll take he, another Mai Tai pig. <laughs> He's going back to his ship. He's going <laughs> to dive and cruise back to his little uh, little UFO thing. That's cool. <laughs> at, least, yeah. at least crash dive that shit so there's no evidence. Yeah. Approaching Hulk Crush Depth, sir. That's well, it, dude. That's it. That's it. And Mulder's like, I'm, I'm back, baby. Not like, thank you for everything. I feel like I have a bad case of freezer burn. Mm-hmm. I couldn't let you risk your life on this. Oh, boy. Mulder, yeah. really? Stop it. Stop. She smiles because she's like, that's the best I'm going to get out of this jabroni. <laughs> I had no <laughs> idea you were going to follow me when all the information I left you so you could follow me. <laughs> I desperately wanted you there, but I'm going to pretend I didn't because I'm in ninth grade. <laughs> he has the face to keep looking, though. Which is uh, what we like out of our Mulder boy. Sweet, yep. sweet medicine Mulder. Yeah. I, I like the line, though. Fuck. Scully asked if he, if he found what he's looking for. He says no, but he found something he thinks he thought he had lost. Mm. The faith to keep looking. Indeed. Um, and I think the big difference here, if I could be so bold, Please. is that um, I think this is around the part of the show where Scully is really starting to buy into what Mulder's selling. On a, on a bigger scale, not just like a, okay, there's stuff <laughs> happening, sure. but like there are a deliberate attempt to do a thing, mm. very, very orchestrated, like the grand kind of conspiracy. I think this is where we really see Scully getting to the point where it can't be denied from a very scientific yep. perspective. So you were reaching sort of a critical mass, as it were, on her disbelief. Right. And clearly they can't milk that for nine more seasons. There's no, no possible way. <laughs> uh, I like it. <laughs> starting to come around. Come around. You see it on Gillian Anderson's face as Audrey. And yeah, you do, because she's a great actress. Always. Awesome. <sighs> well. Dude, I got to tell you, that's a, that is a killer two-parter. How fun is that? Killer two-parter in the middle of season two. <laughs> yeah. So I'm laughing because I just saw the image you pushed, put up of that guy <laughs> in his we fucking action stations over here. This fucking jabroni. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he looks so pathetic in that picture. 
But isn't it weird? Like this feels like this could be a season wrap up, right? Yeah, Almost. man. I mean, it's Why not? good enough. The production quality is high enough. The stakes are high enough. I mean, I know a lot of the the big cliffhangery stuff is resolved between one and two, but it's weird that like we had eight more episodes of season two left. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's do a little listener comment, shall we? Affirmative. Um, from Ellen Fa- Aaron Fallon, no brainer that this mythology really outshines later seasons. Not going to lie, though. I got really hung up on the fact that Scully literally confronted and was beaten up by an exact clone of Mulder and still goes on to maintain a considerable level of skepticism <laughs> for at least, <laughs> at least three more seasons. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. She got knocked around a little bit. Maybe she could have passed. Yeah, she could have passed some of it off to brain injury. You never know. Yeah, you're right about that, pal. We did not talk enough about the soundtrack, though, either. There's some great music. Fair. Mark Snow, man. That guy's great. All right. What you got, homie? Let's, uh, there's a bunch in here. Let's just, I guess we'll go down the line. Ruthless Ruth Bells. This is definitely very cool cinematically and a really strong mythology episode. I love Skinner in this, she says. What a guy showing up and kicking X's ass to help Scully really cements his values. Although, I thought for a minute Skinner might have been shapeshifty clone too. Ah. The simplicity of using doubt and paranoia about whether characters are who we think they are is always a great tension-building writing device and worked brilliantly in Colony, and this episode, too. Freezer burn, thumbs up from me. And she also, in a parenthetical, when discussing characters or who we think they are, Ice, the Thing, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. All good stuff. Nice. Very nice. Well, um, what's your wrap-up here, friend game? I would say that, boy... I feel like I watched a really cool spy film over these last two episodes. Like this could have been an X-Files movie and it would have been the best X-Files movie. Of of the three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you like it? Love it? Love it. Love it. Yep. Yeah. Especially as a two-parter. Yeah. Yes. Especially as a two-parter, I love it. I think Colony is almost stronger. Probably. Because it's, I, I it's laying the, last the ground. I love the 10 minutes so much of Endgame. Yep. But I think a lot of it relies on the setup of Colony. Of course. But that's the beauty of the payoff. Like, it was written. That's why, you know, to say to say love it, of course, um, I'm talking as a whole because it's clearly written that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. it's fucking great, man. It's awesome. Yeah, we're going to... Boy, we're going to shift gears a little bit. <laughs> Deal with zoo <laughs> animal. <laughs> I... Dude, I'm telling... Oh, wow. There's a spider descending from the ceiling right in front of my face. Mm. That's pretty cool. All right. I'm just going to move him. Hold on. Over there, dude. All right. He wasn't a... Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, Goddamn. What's the name of the episode again? Fearful Symmetry. I see. Where the elephant's dead in the street. <laughs> Super dead. It's fucking messed up. Sell that ivory, baby. Dude, Worth more than imi- gold by the ounce, by the way. Yeah, that's gross. The image of that of that elephant looking directly in the cab of an 18 wheeler is so rad. <laughs> it's just such a cool image, man. The height, man. It's crazy. I don't remember what the episode's about at all. I was thinking, is this like a Jumanji thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob, Robin Williams is in it. I think. <laughs> hey, ho, hoo, hey, 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 
I'm coked on my head. Hey. <laughs> well, good shit, buddy. Anyway, good, good shit, Good wrap buddy. up. Yep. And um, we'll see you back for something completely different in two weeks. <laughs> and this time for something completely different. Uh, two weeks. Feel for symmetry. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much for tuning into the live chat. You're all beautiful and lovely. And uh, with that, I think I'm going to, in the tradition of the X-Files podcast, I'm going to have Josh send us off. Just keep on looking, baby. Keep the faith. Keep the faith.